You are listening to the Kick-Ass Podcast. Hello and welcome to the first edition of the Kick-Ass Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Cowan, General Manager of Haas Crane and Equipment Rental. I'm joined today uh, by President John Haas, Chief Financial Officer Kevin Rake, and Chief Operating Officer Rob Mohan. Fellows, appreciate you taking the time to be part of our first run of our live podcast. Thank you for having us, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff, I'm, I'm enjoying sitting up here in our fancy new HME sound booth and recording studio. Yeah, appreciate you having us, Jeff. Somebody's lost an office out of this deal. <laughs> um, okay, so John, podcast. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to ask a simple question, why? Um, you and I are from the more mature demographic within HME. Uh, back in the days of landlines, cassette tapes, MFM radios. Uh, we're new, new age communication now, and uh, just curious why we're, why we're sitting here doing a podcast. So I, I really just wanted to try something new. I wanted to be able to communicate with all of our employees, uh, do something that would be easy to get the message out. Um, I've found in the past that, uh, you know, trying to do a, a speech or to uh, do a write-up, that sometimes maybe things are taken the wrong way, and just kind of wanted to personalize it and make it a really fun event and, and also get the message out there of how we're doing. Very good. So just kind of a, a be able to connect directly more with, with the employees. Absolutely. Okay. Right now we're talking about year 26, uh, 2022. Just kind of a rear view mirror of HME, of how it did, uh, the good, maybe the not so good, and kind of what we're uh, looking for for 2023 on, on goals and maybe improving the company. Okay. Well, just want to be talking about a little bit about 2022. Um, it was it was a it was a strange year. Uh, 2022 was probably one of our best years ever. It was also probably one of our worst years ever. Um, it was our best year ever for growth, self-analysis, and systematic improvements. Um, we had record year for annual sales. Um, I think Kevin's maybe got some numbers there to talk about. Yeah, we're actually, we're, we're still wrapping them up a little bit, but we definitely, we grew almost 7% again uh, year over year, which has uh, put us up almost to the $220 million mark across all companies, um, which is phenomenal growth considering just two years ago we were down in the 100s, so almost doubled in, in about two years' time. To add to Kevin's numbers, as far as tonnages go, 2022, we moved 28,000 tons of steel as compared to 2021, in which we moved 25,000 tons. Um, we actually accomplished this with less man hours. Um, 2022, we had 438,000 man hours um, versus 2021 at 475,000 man hours. Um, so the hours were less, the tonnages went up. Um, 2021 was a crazy year. We were on double time, overtime, mandatory overtime, uh, hot and heavy through most of that year. Um, 2022, we still had some of that, but it was definitely a, at a much uh, much less rate than 2021. So I'm going to jump in here real quick. Uh, first 25 years of the company, uh, phenomenal growth. Uh, started ground zero, $100 million in 25 years. And from what you guys just described, we went from uh, a $100 million company and then just almost exploded. And I know with that kind of growth, there, there is pain. Um, 
and and I know that there was some some things that were implemented that uh, were kind of uh, some new technology. John, do you want to speak about some of those some of those things, both uh, the positive and, and and some of the challenges? Absolutely. Um, but uh, I, I'd like to say that um, that it was way more than the numbers. In 2021, we took nearly double the work that we had taken in any other year, and that stimulated the the biggest growth and the biggest also problems that we were up against facing for 2022. Um, we increased our capacity and figured out to, how to get better utilization out of the facilities. At the same time, steel prices nearly doubled and all of our costs went up significantly. So what that meant was we really had an uphill battle starting in 21, which carried on in, in, into 2022. Um, so that forced us to really have one of our best years ever for analyzing and systematically improving all of our processes. Um, so as we start out to redesign the estimating process, we have a goal with the system, which would be to eliminate jobs that lose money. Um, we wanted our estimating system to mimic the way that we produce the work we wanted the system to document materials and labor in the same way that we estimate. I think we accomplished that. It's still an ongoing process, but with, I feel very strongly that moving forward towards 2023, we are really going to be strong. Um, if, if we look at what we can do better, it's always fine-tuning and adjusting and continually trying to be greater than we were yesterday. So as we look at our estimates, we also have to consider, um, you know, if, if you think about the competitive bid work, um, we want to never underestimate a job. And what happens when we underestimate a job, we get every one of those jobs and we always lose money on them. Um, we also never want to overestimate a job we typically don't get any jobs that we overestimate and we lose our opportunity to make money on those jobs. So we also felt like that we had a best year ever for improving our scheduling system. We really tried to eliminate highs and lows in the schedule. Uh, we wanted to eliminate missed delivery dates and we wanted to increase our manpower and equipment utilization rates. I think from the numbers that Rob was talking about, we did, um, we were able to accomplish quite a few of those those goals. Yeah, absolutely. I think for 2020 and 2021, after we got out of COVID, we were almost on mandatory overtime, double time for almost two years straight. So a focus on that scheduling system and how to eliminate those highs and lows uh, was critical to making sure that we could still continue to compete and and, and have a, a functioning shop that's working well across all shifts and getting the products to the customers at the time we needed to. Well, and I know that, that uh, with the explosion of, of growth and, and an added business, that the company was doing a fair amount of, of outsourcing. Um, and obviously that brings, brings challenges as well. It, it sounds like the uh, things learned, some of the challenges are positioning the company to kind of smooth out some of that learning curve for, for the upcoming year. Correct. As we looked at all of those things that were happening, really starting back in 21, they led to what I feel like was our one of our worst years ever for profit. And there were several contributing factors. 
and I, I feel like honestly that the biggest factor was my own fault. In 2021, again, I directed estimating to make changes in the way that they estimate material handling. I wanted us to make, I wanted it to make us much more competitive on heavy structural jobs by looking by, at materials by piece count versus weight. This kind of backfired at that point in time because at the same time that we were focused on taking big heavy jobs, material prices also skyrocketed and that caused us to actually instead of in the in the past we had always made good money on materials we actually lost money on materials because of the material price increases we could not get materials bought fast enough um, in addition in 2022 operating costs skyrocketed due to the impacts of covid uh, including supplies hardware labor, insurance, subcontract services such as trucking, erection, and equipment leases. All those things had a huge impact um, that honestly we, we didn't anticipate. Uh, moving forward, we feel like that we're in a great position in, for 2023 to be a very profitable and, and rewarding year. Yeah, and I, I think our employees felt that as well. I mean, in, inflation is running rampant. You know, everything from the grocery store to the gas station is costing more. So when we walked into 2022 with a whole lot of work, some of our, you know, record setting new jobs that we were awarded in 21, uh, we got hit with that. And so inflation came through, material prices doubled on contracts that are fixed price. And so we don't have an opportunity to go back and ask for more money just because the material doubled. And so it did have an impact to not only those jobs, but overall profitability for the company. And to add to the material side of things, we had that strong need to pre-order because prices were on the rise. Um, and that, that massive influx of material um, caused a lot of material handling. Um, we spent probably a couple, several thousand extra hours in material handling just managing the materials, sorting the material, um, pre preparing the material. So uh, bringing that material in at such a rapid rate further compounded our problems. So it sounds like, uh, you know, some, some lessons learned as far as, uh, you know, business growth as far, you know, in, in uh, as I mentioned earlier, with high growth comes pain and kind of uh, smoothing out some of those processes so the, the companies uh, you know, in, in good position in 2023. Um, maybe 22 can be looked at. I come from a family of farming, and uh, the one thing I always remember as a kid, everybody always chuckling, was the farmer that says, I hope I break even this year. I could sure use the money. So, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but it sounds like everything is kind of tracking for 23 to, uh, to, to be a good year. Um, to that point, what is. Uh, you know, you've got 500 employees. What is what is what is the one thing that that uh, when someone's thinking I'm one of 500, what is what is something that employees can do uh, themselves to make 23 a great year for the company? Well, I think um, one thing that I would like to say before I talk about what the employees to do can do is I, I want to talk a little bit about myself and as the owner of the company, I know that you guys depend on me to make good decisions and work hard to make sure that we're successful. All of our jobs and livelihood depend on the success of the company and the decisions that I make. I, I don't take any of those responsibilities lightly. Um, and honestly, it breaks my heart to announce that 
we don't have commissions incentives to pay out this year. It's it's been a tough one. I don't like to talk about bad things, and so I I just wanted to get that out there that I'm really trying hard to make sure that we're as ex extremely successful as possible in 2023. Uh, I know you guys depend on me and. I want to be there for you guys. Uh, and, and from my standpoint, you know, we've we tried uh, setting up incentive plans years ago and we tweaked it a little bit, you know, maybe four or five years ago to incorporate a commission plan. And with that, we wanted to keep trying to provide feedback. We wanted to try to uh, create departments where employees didn't just feel like they were one of 500, that they felt like they were part of a small group that could make a change. And so we were trying real hard to provide feedback and communication about those departments and about how the companies were doing in, in, in whole. Um, but sometimes when you have challenges like we did in 2022, uh, you need extra time to look at some of those uh, you know, opportunities. You know, why did some of the items um, go haywire with bids? Was it material pricing? Was it material handling? Um, you know, what were some of those factors? And so some of those commission letters, they, they didn't happen because we were trying to self-examine, really dig in to see what, what were the problems and how do we kind of tackle those and also then set ourselves up for good opportunities in 23. One thing that might be a great idea, Kevin, you kind of touched on, um, maybe open it up to uh, if people have uh, topics that they have uh, of interest that we can maybe address in, in a future podcast. Yvonne can can kind of take the lead on that, but uh, so I think it's important to, to address all those items. Yeah, I you know we've tried to kind of center and, and and through John's direction to be really a transparent company, um, and so although this is our you know first attempt at a podcast, and and hopefully you enjoy it, uh, you know the goal is just to provide information. Uh, we try to do it as timely as we can with as much info as we can, um, but yeah, absolutely that would be. A great idea to try to do another podcast, dig in deeper, and get feedback from from those employees on what they want to hear and what they want to know. Absolutely. Um, any other thoughts from you guys, um, Jeff? You you asked what can employees do to assist in making twenty twenty three the the best year ever. Um, I sincerely believe that if the number one thing that we can all do is just to work hard and be honest. Um, if we're hardworking, honest, good people, we're going to be successful. We need to work together as a team, and when things go wrong, each person or each department looks at themselves and asks, what can we do better? What can I do better? Versus pointing the fingers at other people. I believe each of us needs to strive to do the right thing. Even if nobody's looking, always do the right thing. If we all do that, we're going to be successful. I believe if each one of us strives to put in an honest day's work for an honest day's pay, we will also be extremely successful. Just simple good values that make us a great company. That's what we want. That's what I want. At the end of the day, I want people to look at us and say that, man, that's a good company. Those guys are honest and they did the right thing. Jeff, I'd kind of piggyback off that, you know, some things that, you know, myself as an employee, as well as a manager, you know, it, it's kind of going back to that feedback. I want to know, um, you know, the goal of the accounting department every day is try to provide feedback to the operating uh, departments of our companies. And so 
we also want the employees to provide that feedback. You know, one of the things that uh, we're going to introduce here in a couple of weeks is an employee survey. You know, we want to we want to get that feedback. We want to know not only how the you know, numbers and pounds and all those kind of metrics line out, but we want to know what the employees are thinking. So that would be an important thing that employees could do in 23 is to help provide their manager, provide us those, those feedback and those, those things that we can look at. The other thing, you know, just being the accountant in the room is, you know, everything that we do has an impact to dollars. And so as we're walking through our shifts or as we're walking through our responsibilities, just try to be mindful of, of how our activities and our choices impact dollars, both in profit as well as cash flow uh, and all those things. Um, and, you know, my thoughts on 2023, how do, how do we make it a good year? Um, first of all, for all of us to remember, we're part of a, 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 a solid team of people. Um, we've got something amazing here. Um, and remember that in our personal lives, we're all striving to do better. And that should be extended into our work lives to our professional lives as well. Always strive to do better. Um, and, and the last thing I'd like to throw out there is each employee has the ability to impact the success of all of our companies. Um, you know, remember that and uh, work hard to make in 2023 a successful year. Yeah, and, and one thing that I guess I would, you know, John's always talked about positivity and trying to look at things through an optimistic view. Um, and, I, and I think he's right in that, you know, good things happen when you put yourself around positive people. And so striving to try to find those positive changes, not getting caught up in the negative trappings that can go on uh, are really important. Sounds good. All right. Anybody have anything else that uh, you want to wrap up with? I know this is getting long, but I did have a couple other things. Uh, I'd like to give out a, uh, just a shout out to a few guys. Um, the first one is um, we've got erection crews working up in Ellsworth, South Dakota. I know the weather's pretty crappy up there and uh, really appreciate you guys enduring the adverse weather conditions and, and helping LPR get done with that project so that we can get moving on. Um, the other one, and this is a little bit of an oddball, is um, I'd like to give a shout out to our IT department. Um, sometimes those guys don't get much credit and um, I know that the other night uh, the uh, Oh, we had a router go down, and it basically it shut down the whole company. Those guys um, worked their butts off to get that thing back up and running, and I really appreciate all you guys do. Um, so thanks a lot to all the guys that are putting through the ex putting out the extra effort, and uh, go fight win. All right, go team. I think this uh, this will wrap up our first kick-ass podcast. Stay safe and keep kicking ass. <laughs>